You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. For sure. Thanks for tuning in to the oh, Coyote Sports oh, Game yeah. Show. Hey, I'm from Canada. Canada yeah, it's really good. I can. Yeah. I mean, I could do this. I'll show off. That's what we're doing. Eh? <laughs> that oh, would be sure. a lot. Uh, thank you all so much for tuning in to the PHX Coyotes Post Game Show, the first one in nine days. In fact, wow. Brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. Liam Rail back in studio with. PD, Craig calling in for mullet. Order is restored. I felt so weird the other day when it was flipped. And Sean behind the Mac. And oh, Sean yeah. is behind the Mac. Sean is back. The, the gang you know, is back together. You just have to continue to assert yourself. Yeah, he's and, here. He works yeah. here. I will. I will make myself a part of this team whether you like it or not. Okay. Eventually. Um, but PD, the Arizona Coyotes take down your hometown Minnesota Wild. Oh, yeah. I, I, I it was interesting because when you when you get this long of a break, you never know what to expect yeah. coming out of it. And it takes you a couple of games to get back into the rhythm. And it's honest, honestly easier to play on the road because you're in a hotel, you're all together, so you're kind of and you're thinking state. about the game. Yeah. When you have that long of a break, I'm sure a lot of the players, like Veggie, had family in town. And you're still hosting and entertaining, and then you got to go to the rink. So I, I thought this was going to be a bad omen for the Oats, and, and they were really good. And, and they were really good right from the get-go. The first 10 minutes, their ability to get pucks to the net, crash the net, um, they could have had a couple in the first period. And, and we'll talk about the Wild and their chances as the game went on, but that first period, the Coyotes outshot the Wild. They had more opportunities at the net, and they did things that they usually don't do is, is, is they have those second opportunities and those better looks inside the blue paint. So it was a really good start. Yeah. These Coyotes out of the break. They look good. Yeah, they did. They outshot the Wild 14-5 to in the first period, which, as we know with this team, that is not very not characteristic. Good, That's yeah. not very characteristic of how the Coyotes usually play. Um, but you're right. And you know what else, Petey, is they had a full practice yesterday coming off of a break. I think it was actually on the flip side. It was great that they were home, that they got to have that full practice mm -hmm. because how many practices have they had this season? Barely yeah. any. And if they do, they're squeezing them in between games. So I thought, I think that might have been a bit valuable for yeah, them too. And they're looking at having a couple practices this week too. I think someone said, and I will have to get Craig in here to verify that because he verifies everything. They're having a back to back practices 
this week for the first time in this calendar year. Wow. And we're in February. So it's, it's the, the, the practice time is invaluable, especially for things like the power play, which, which did connect tonight. We'll talk more about that later too, but they skated well, they look quick. And, and one of the things that happens when you get teams coming into the mullet for the first time, it's routine and habit are a part of this game. And this changed the habit and the daily routines of every player on this Minnesota Wild roster because no matter how many times you've played this Coyotes team and how many times you've been to Glendale, this is your first time inside Mullets. A different hotel, different path to get to the rink. What time do I have to leave the hotel to get there in time? Can I do I have time to get a coffee? Is there Starbucks on the way? Those little things, and I'm not saying that's why they won or why they lost. Mm-hmm. I'm saying that it just changes your daily routine. And then you get to the rink in a locker room you've never been in, in a building you've never seen before. And there's just little nuances to the building, the way the boards play differently. Your sight lines um, with with the seating, it's all black, it's darker. Is it different to play there? All of those things. And you go, oh, this is kind of neat and it's kind of fun. And you forget to play the game. Yeah. And it, it, it you see this for a lot of these good teams that come into mullet for the first time and the Coyotes are able to skate with them. Now, if this is a seven game series, I'm sure the Minnesota wild would figure this out and it would be a different team. Yeah. But the Coyotes look better tonight. They skated faster. They had more opportunities. The The wild got better as the game went on. Mm-hmm. Let's not kid yourselves. This Minnesota wild team is a good team. They're in third place in the central for a reason. Yeah. They've just had some ups and downs and been a little inconsistent this season. And, and I tell you what, the Coyotes are hard to beat. The mullet magic was absolutely there tonight. And it, Cassian could have had one in the first period. Crouch Cassian in the first was period. all Cassian over it. all over it. Every, like, time, every looked, time there was a chance, Sean would say, who is that? And it's like, it's Cassian. There was a point where I thought Zach Cassian was going to attempt the Michigan, and I would have lost my <laughs> Zach mind. Cassian Sean doing the said he would never watch hockey again. It was unreal. That, that, would, be, that would be a, a violation to the sport, <laughs> an, an embarrassment to the sport of hockey if oh Zach my. Cassian. Fleury would have to retire. <laughs> If he gets oh, on it, I agree. And, and we'll, we'll, Jack McBain gets the winning goal. And we, Jack McBain's been playing well for this team all along. He does a lot of things. He's tough in the corners. He's fought. He can get to the net. He drives the, drives the net and he provides offense. But he's supposed to be doing it in a Minnesota Wild jersey. Yeah. Because that's the team that drafted him. And it just couldn't work out. The, the truth is, they didn't have room for Jack McBain in their roster. And McBain could play here. So when you're, you want to go where you can play. Yeah. So he signs for their, with the Arizona Coyotes because he has an opportunity to play and get into the roster quicker and sooner. Now, is he an NHL player and could play for the Minnesota Wild? Sure. But would he get the ice time he's getting in Arizona? No. He wouldn't mm-hmm. have the opportunity he got here. So for him to score the game-winning goal. Against, against the team that drafted him. Unbelievable. I know. And as Mark said in Storybook. the chat, yeah. McBain with the last dagger, fortuitous for us and sweet for him. Yeah, so. yeah, I imagine he had to be thinking that in the back of his head that this was he wanted to play well tonight and show them what yeah. he had. And and you could, I mean, the way he hustled on that breakaway, that was unreal. Like that was just that was it wasn't just a goal. It was it was, it was, a, it was sweet, a really nice goal, sweet goal. So, congrats to Jack McBain. I feel like we've uh, we've gone a long time without getting into our. Our yeah, I nightly, know. we're out of our routine. It's, yeah, seriously. We are, we're also improving in the second half like the Minnesota Wild. So let's start with the numbers tonight. And in a, a shocking twist, the Coyotes outshot the wow. Minnesota Wild 36 to 35. Wow. The Coyotes 
were on the power play a lot in this game, which I'm sure had a big part to do with this. I think if we were the Minnesota Wild postgame show, we'd be harping on the Wild for taking so many penalties. They had the Coyotes had five power plays in the first 30 minutes of this game. It was it was crazy. So one for six, that first Jacob Chickering goal was the power play was on the power play and then hits 26 21 but in the end it's the the top number that matters 3-2 for the coyotes um and i'm sure they'll be pleased with that kind of setting the tone for these final 30 now 31 games left in and surprising season. with the coyotes over 30 shots on goal they traditionally lose those games this is yes. only the, the is it the third time now that they've won with with over 30 shots in this season for some reason they don't do well on the gets this many shots and and for a while they're Veggie always plays better when he gets more shots, and he got worried after the first. You're like, uh-oh, like yeah. he's not getting enough Only action, not shots. getting enough rubber. And Minnesota comes back. And 15 outshot, 15 to 7 in the second, the Coyotes were. Yeah, so, so he, he he got to see some rubber eventually. But that number is huge. I think the, the shots on goal, when the Coyotes can outshoot an opponent, which happens so rarely this season, um, so that's surprising. And the power play, one for six. Having them connect on the power play is big. They need to have this power play get a little bit of traction going into this last 30 games because it's an area that's been up and down all season. Started off incredibly hot, then got cold. It'd be nice to see that get hot again. Barrett Hayton comes through with an unbelievable play on the power play to get the puck back um, to Chikrin. And, and let's face it, Chikrin's got a really good shot. I mean, he, he's boom for a reason, and he gets two tonight because both he's got of, a great shot. Both of them were unreal yeah, great shots. Shot. And I saw someone in the chat say, is this his last game here? I... I mean, the trade deadline is fast approaching. We said it here. If he played well enough, he would get out of here. I, 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 if you need an offensive defenseman at the right price and can do a lot of things in the game, Jacob Chickren's the guy. We'll just see if there is a need for somebody else to get a player like yeah. that at the trade deadline because he's doing what has been asked of him. Yeah. He's playing really good hockey right now. We will talk to Craig more about that when he gets here. And we will also have a full trade deadline preview show coming a little later this week. So more trade talk. It's almost like trade talk Tuesday, except it won't be on a Tuesday. I'm so sorry. Um, But I also want to get into your keys because we've already referenced one of them, which was back to work, need a good start after the break. And I think we both agreed already that they nailed that one. Yeah, but it, because we talked about it, it's hard to get going after that. And I think that's one of the things you can say about Minnesota's penalties is because their timing was off. They were, that's a team that skates very well, but you look at their penalties are slashing and tripping because their stick falls because your feet aren't moving fast enough. So it takes you a while to get going after a break. And they did that. I thought their first power period was fantastic. Their penalties against that power play, Kaprizov had some great looks early on the power play, and he scared me. Like he could have, this game easily could have turned if he can put one of those in on the power play, but their penalty kill was perfect. So they're two for two, and the third key, defend 97. Kaprizov ends up with a goal, and he continues his um, point streak, continues, but. But he didn't dominate and carry this team like he has um, at other points in the season. Hey, he's a really, really good hockey player. The puck finds Kirill yeah, Kaprizov. When he's on the ice, you kind of hold your breath a little bit as the, For sure. as the opposing team. But I thought they did an overall good job containing him, obviously, because if they hadn't, I think it would have been detrimental to to this game for them. So. Yeah, and they defended good too. And that's one of the issues for this team all season long is their ability to defend and, and defend in tight. And I thought they did that well. You, you, the first goal they do give up off of that turnover, that, that's tough. I mean, it was a it was a tough neutral zone turnover. And, and I thought that, you know, it's unfortunate for Boyd. 
um, against Minnesota. But but I think they they've done a better job of managing the puck in this first game back from the bank break. They didn't have other than the Boyd turnover. I thought they managed the puck better between the blue lines than they had, and I thought they defended much much better. And as they always seem to do in the mullet, they skate better and get to the net. Yeah. I don't know what it is about the mullet. And you said they looked better in the blue paint tonight. Also. I, I For sure. Yeah. You, you look at that first period. How many opportunities they had in tight? Bukestad, Kraus, Cassian, we've talked about already. They had so many opportunities in tight. I, I That's a good sign for the scouted teams. If they can get the puck to the net more often, we'll see. They've got some big games coming up, though. I just have to say this chat. See, how do you keep up with that? Like, I don't. I'm this sorry. chat is the friendliest, nicest chat in all of PHNX. And before we went live, I was scrolling up and like someone would pop in. Hey, hey, hi, hi. Someone else. Oh, my God. Hey, yeah, hi. And now like Dan. Dan's leaving night. Dan, goodbye. Why is Dan go? I just have to say it's very nice. I, I love all of you and I appreciate all of you. And if you're here live, like this video. And Tyler said, DNVR yes. subscriber here. Thanks for beating the wild. You're welcome, Tyler. I am so glad. That we can yeah, give yeah. you that service. One point tonight. back right now. And Colorado's putting out a big push. And they're finally starting to get healthy. They look for Bo Byram. The Chuskin's coming back after the break. So they're almost there. Landeskog's a little bit. And Manson a little bit too. But they're getting healthy. And it's going to be a, a race for that third spot between Wild and yep. the Colorado Avalanche. So you're welcome. Yep. And Caleb said, Petey's being positive. Coyotes win. What timeline are I know. we in? See, I'm trying. So here's <laughs> Caleb. Here's the deal. First of all, I'm not drinking, so that makes me a little more clear-headed. I'm over it. I'm I'm I'm, I'm over. It. I understand the tank. I get the basis of the tank. And, and we, by the way, Craig's gonna come in here and, and say, "What are upset. they doing?" I know Craig's yeah. gonna be. <laughs> you can't expect coaches and players to try to lose. Period. I'm over yeah. it. I'm when teams they lose, tank, I'll say Petey. it's okay. Teams don't tank. That's what Gary Bettman yes. says. When they lose, I'm going to say it's okay because of Connor Bedard. But when they win, we're going to say, hey, that's a good win. And they played really, really well. And they had good individual efforts. McBain, Chikrin, Hayton. And they did it really without uh, being on the back of their all-star Clayton Keller and Nick Schmaltz, who I didn't think were the driving forces behind this offense tonight. So like we say all the time, it's somebody different. And so I'm going to continue to try. Keyword there was try to be positive for the next 31 games. Love it. Love it. Well, they're helping us tonight by giving us some good things to talk about. And one of those we already touched on, of course, but it's Jacob Shikrin, who scored two goals tonight. Uh, according to Craig, there were quite a few scouts in attendance at Mullet. Scouts? Um, you know, Jacob know. Chikrin, maybe we are rumored to be trade bait for, it feels like, an endless amount of time. But Jacob Chikrin, his sixth and seventh goals of the season, and they were both beauties. They like they really were. They were just unreal shots. Um, you can tell he was buzzing right from the start hmm. tonight. So Jacob Chikrin, this was a no brainer as he is tonight's DraftKings well, king of the game. Chickaboom, Chickaboom, king two of the goals, game. And five wait, shots. Wait, let's not go with no brainer so quickly. I did, <laughs> Nick. If you're listening, I did <laughs> vote bestie. for Nick Bugstead <laughs> for king of the game, and again fell on deaf ears. He did have some good looks early and. He did. He was strong Sean, defensively. Sean bet and did all on the him things. live for to be an yeah. anytime goal. And did all the little things. I also bet bet on uh, Travis Boyd. My vote was for. Uh, I mean, I know I say I say, I say, I say Tage Thompson's greatest hockey player of all time. Zach Cassian's a close second. Um, <laughs> oh my, God. my votes were ignored because I'm just the producer Zach that's always Cassian forgotten. Gets to Michigan. I'm all with you. One thousand percent. He's the king of the game. Zach Cassian. Did not happen. If he if he did if he does the Michigan. Yes. 
Oh my gosh. Well, congrats to Chick and, you know, continuously boosting his trade value in front of the scouts. Like you said, just you have to play your way out if you want to leave. Um, he, ju- he This is just a complete aside. He did delete Arizona Coyotes from his Twitter bio, but we're not going to have a Kyler Murray scrubbing his social media moment on this show um, because yeah. I don't know. I, I don't I, his, I, his, honestly I don't his, get it. His cover, fo- his head photo is still yeah, him in the Coyotes what, but uniform. But why did you do that? I don't know. I don't know. Maybe like, he was just doing I some talked house to Saul cleaning. and Espo. Maybe I'm going to swipe PHNX from my bio tomorrow see if it Sometimes you just get bored. I was playing with my Twitter bio the other day, and at first I took co-host of PHNX Sun Devils out of there, and I'm like, oh, wait, uh, it probably doesn't look good. It sends bad signals, and I, I, I put it yeah. back. I, I don't know. I'm not. I'm clearly not going to be – he has no control over what happens at the trade deadline, so it's, you can delete your tw- – I don't know what to do it, but you can wear Arizona Sucks t-shirts to the rink, and it doesn't matter. You can't quit. Like you're you're part of this team until you're not. Um, the good news is is he's playing well enough, and that helps this team, and it helps him. And as I said, he is a part of this team right now. And you know what? He looks like he's having fun, and I think that was important to him. We've talked to him a few times, and he just wants to play good hockey. And he, yeah, I good good for him. And if he ends up somewhere by the trade deadline, great. And if he doesn't, that's great too. It's good for the team. I I think you know just just continue to play well. Yep. We have our nightly $1.99 super chat from Vaguely Sober Heart, PHNX Heart. We got a few DNVR Another DNVR, and again, you're welcome to DNVR. Yeah, for beating the wild. We we are welcome. Um, Well, we already talked about Sean doing some live betting tonight. He did live bet the Arizona Coyotes money line um, when they were plus 190. And somebody else in our Discord, I'll have to go up and find who it was. Um, and Barn 182 in our Discord also bet live the Coyotes. Bet? I don't know if it was a live bet, but bet the Coyotes. Bet um, and Sean won himself some coin. He won himself some coin. On DraftKings, also today on DraftKings, Sean and I both got a boost for like for the Super Bowl. Is that in your email? Is that where you get those? Boosts? Well, it was only. That's why you got to be paying attention to DraftKings Sportsbook app. It was only available from six to nine p.m. Eastern. It was a boost that boosted. Jalen Hurts and or Miles Sanders anytime touchdown score rushing you touchdown to be score. Attention. Yeah, you had to so be you paying need attention. To pay attention. Yeah, yeah. 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 Always we, just, were, we were right on it. Get the draft sports book on your phone. Sean was buzzing today. On I was buzzing. Yeah. Just saying, um, lots to bet on now that hockey's back. Which yep. you know what, I kind of missed it. I missed I'm not it. gonna lie. Um, Super Bowl less than a week away. So much fun stuff to bet on. Can you bet on that? So much. The Gatorade color. Yep. The coin toss. Blue. Who they're going to thank tails. in their speech. Mom. Wow. Okay. There we go. Giving Blues, out tails, your pay- mom. <laughs> I'm about to, I'm going straight to the sportsbook app because yep. now I have this money. Yep. Blue, you said blue. Blue, tails, mom. Okay. Oh my gosh. Okay. Well, so much fun stuff to bet on DraftKings. So download it now. Now use the code PHNX and new customers can bet $5 on Super Bowl 57 and get $200 in free bets instantly. That's only a DraftKings Sportsbook with code PHNX. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. Void in Ohio. See show notes for details. PD, yesterday we were at 18 degrees in Scottsdale and we filmed our Minnesota trivia. Yep. So if you missed that, Go on the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. It's the video right before this and the Arizona Coyotes playlist. PD sat down with Travis Boyd and Nick Bukestad for some Minnesota yes. trivia. And I will say they were really bought into it. Was it. Unre- I, 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 as we know, I was nervous with the, the Minnesota boys there. And <laughs> uh, 
with with Nick. There. It was if you haven't watched it, just go check it out. It was a it was a lot of fun, and it was just guys being guys. No, they <laughs> just, were they like yeah. they were totally they weren't like hey, you know, 110 backs against the wall. We're giving 100 percent. And you know, no, 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 like, no, they, no, were, they and were talking. I love like that. Travis Boyd was also adding his two cents. Like you would say something, and he would say, "And did you know?" I was like, "Yes." <laughs> yes. <laughs> they were no, so they were funny. Great. They were they having were fun. Awesome. It was it was a lot of fun. It, it, just so check it out. Yeah, check it out. But right, right after we filmed, what did we do? We went right to the bar inside 18 degrees, and we all ordered some four peaks. Four peaks. I had the wow. So good. Um, that was the best. Nothing part better than Four Peaks middle of the day like, when you get done working. Also, it was just I don't know. It was a Sunday afternoon. It was a beautiful day yeah, out yesterday. Right. Just it it just tasted like a day for a wow. Even today, was I was with wow Sean and I went for a walk. Um, like in before the game, and we walked to the fries, and I said, I kind of want a beer. <laughs> like I just I've been craving Four Peaks. I don't know. It's Super Bowl week. Downtown is popping. Like I just want a beer. So if you want to get yourself a beer. Head on over to Four Peaks or buy Four Peaks wherever you buy your beer. Um, it is the best beer around. We were also talking with some Coyote staff about their favorite Four Peaks beer. So it's not just us who loves Four Peaks. It's everyone yep. at the Super Bowl right around the corner. Enjoy a nice Four Peaks beverage during the big game. All right. No word from Craig. Wait, that's unusual. It is unusual. I saw Craig tonight. I actually went to the game tonight. Yeah, so how, how was that? Um, you know, it, I had to go to the Minnesota game because I had to talk to a few of my Minnesota friends. Um, <laughs> and I told them before the game, I said, watch out for that mullet magic. I swear I did. I said, teams come in here and they're not ready to face the onslaught. And I said, if they can survive the first 10 minutes. <sighs> but uh, it, you know what? It was, they had a let's go wild, let's go coyotes chant going at once. It was like a little competitive chant yeah. going. There were a lot of Minnesota uh, jerseys and, and sweaters. But if you're in Minnesota right now, by the way, it's chilly. It was, so, uh, it's quite nice here. If you're going to make a road trip, yeah. why not here? Yeah. Like, buddy, boy, howdy. Like, I, I, I like Minnesota, but I live here. Yeah. Yeah. Boy, howdy is right. You can't shovel. One sunshine. thing. One thing about this game, I forgot to mention in the second period, there was a sequence where the Arizona Coyotes hit the post three times in a row. The post was playing for the Minnesota Wild today. We we had Holy it as king of the game moly. for a bit. Yeah, it's true. We did have the post as the. I early think we needed to launch game. an investigation on the post. Like, man, that was wow. unreal. And that just, it, it, if anything, it just further. Cements the point that the Arizona Coyotes were buzzing in this one. And that's exactly why Sean pulled out his phone to live bet them. You just got the sense right from the start. The yeah, no, honestly, and you talk about those posts. and that They were getting pucks that we, we talk about this team all the time, not shooting the puck, not delivering pucks to the net. Today they did. And, and, and honestly, right from the beginning of the, the opening faceoff, they got pucks to the net. And I know they hit those posts. And hey, let's. Minnesota could have easily it's it's a tight game it's a 2-2 yeah. game this this game could have gone either way but it was just refreshing to see the Coyotes shoot the puck and get pucks to the net so let's hope that continues for the rest of this week absolutely well he's finally here um feels like it took a while today Craig no, have to where have you been uh you know stopped at the bar had a beer <laughs> Chad Did you get Boogie's was autograph for me <laughs> no Did I? no no Sorry. That was uh that was a, they played well tonight. They played well they from the drop tonight. They came out with energy and, and I think a, a lot of this was we saw the benefit of the break. They actually had legs. I was after the interviews were over I was actually just walking down the hall with Josh Brown and yeah, saying how 
it felt foreign to have that much energy in their legs tonight because of the schedule that they faced, not just the 15 and 26, but the, the road trip. It's just a mid insane for the Coyotes to start the season. So to have a full week off and to get recharged, they had a, uh, a spirited practice yesterday. They came out sharp tonight and I, I thought they played well in a lot of phases of the game, including in goal where Karel Vamuka had his extended family watching him live for the first time tonight. And he really played well in goal tonight. Yeah, yeah. we got to see them at, uh, we saw them at the ice den yesterday. Yeah. And when we were at the practice, and I, I saw them at the, the mullet today, so I think they're all very excited to see him. And he played out; he played well today. Yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he did. really did. Yeah, this was. I mean, I know we're we're in the business of cheering for losses, but this they just they they earned this win. Like it wasn't like they were, you know, it was a fluke that they won this game. Like they earned this one; they deserved it. So I, I'm happy for the locker room for this one, for sure. Um, yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Oh, no, no. You go. You go. <laughs> I just, it was, yeah, I, we ran into some old friends. Petey was here actually for the first period tonight, you know, doing his kissing babies and saying hello lying. to every, every only, Minnesota only resident. Who, Shane they all know him. is more popular. Yeah, it's untied a lot of people. Like I don't know. T- tonight, I think it was probably Petey's. Yeah, I don't think Shane was in the was, building tonight. I didn't see him. He was here. But, no, he was. Yeah. But, but Petey, yeah, he was just hiding out because he felt embarrassed that you were drawing all the attention. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I got yeah, I understand that. I guys, I, I think I was in my seat for like five minutes at a time for the first two periods. It, I didn't see a lot of the early part of this game because I was having a lot of conversations. We'll get to that later. It's not important right now, although one of them has direct ties to what I'm writing about tomorrow. But, you know, I, all the patches of this game that I watched, just like, wow, this is this is what NHL hockey could look like if the NHL schedule makers didn't screw the teams over repeatedly, it's not just the coyotes. We talked about this PD when you were here, Minnesota's in the same kind of stretch right now. They're just starting the same kind of stretch of games that the coyotes just finished. It's nuts. They gotta let these guys get some rest. And I know part of this is the, the PA pressing for that full week break, but I think there's ways to do it with series, extend the season on either end. We could see better hockey. We could see games like this more often if these guys were a little bit better rested. Yeah, and I thought both this, this Minnesota Wild's a good hockey team. Let's not kid yourselves. Yeah. This was not their best game that, that that they can play, but it was a fast game. It was physical. I I I think this was from a fan perspective, atmosphere inside the mullet was great, and the, it was a really good hockey game with some high skill, high speed hockey. So yeah, I agree, Craig. And we've seen so many games there that sluggish and slow, and turnovers and mistakes, and you make mistakes when you're tired, and that just wasn't. The way this game went, it was it was a really fun game for a fan at the mullet. And we always say that about the mullet. The atmosphere there is just higher intensity mm-hmm. to start with because you're so close to the ice. But I agree. That was that was a fun game to watch. And the other thing at the mullet you get to see when you get to, get to see a play, player like Karel Kaprizov and you're 13 rows from the ice and you can really see the details of his, his skate work and his stick work and see, my goodness, what a good hockey player this is that's fun for me when you get to see these opposing players come into this building and play. I, I, I'm looking forward to, you know, we talk about McDavid. We saw Matthews play there. This is a, a building unlike anywhere in the league where you can see the best players in the world that close up, and we got to do it again tonight. Yeah. I had my own Minnesota connections tonight too, Petey. You I have did? a few myself, yeah. It was good to see. Yeah, from, the, from a writing standpoint, Mike Rousseau and I have been friends for a very long time, the great beat writer for The Athletic. Um He's catching like a 12.30 flight out of here to Dallas. He's insane, and he was trying to get a story done. But it was good to catch up with Rousseau. And the other person it was great to catch up with is 
Coyotes beat writing legend Sarah McClellan, who of course covers the Minnesota Wild now. She I was so upset when she time. left. Yeah, yeah, I didn't see Sarah's her. a good one. Did she, she see me was, coming and hid? You, you know why? I'm gonna I'm gonna tell everyone now. Now that it's over and she can't get in trouble. Sarah was up, uh, you know, where the scouts sit. She decided to sit up there instead of on uh, media rail. No. She was a rule breaker tonight, um, but she got a much better view of the action. Yeah, exactly. Can you imagine that? I didn't see Sarah. One of the few Minnesota connections I missed. Um, Craig, speaking of attendance tonight, there were quite a few scouts in attendance, were there not? Yeah, there were. And Jacob Chicken put on quite a show for him, didn't he? With two goals tonight. So somebody earlier in our chat, and I know this is jumping the gun, and we're going to talk more about the trade deadline later this week. But someone in the chat said, oh, Jacob Chicken had a great last game as a Coyote. And I was like, whoa. But. Yeah. So <laughs> I know there's a lot of narratives going around Twitter about Jacob Chikrin's social media. I'm not going to get to all that right now, but I have already written the lead to the story that's running tomorrow. Dispelling all that nonsense. My, there's so many amateur reporters on Twitter and all the stuff that was out there. You're wrong. You're wrong on all of it. Okay. <laughs> Shh, just stop talking. Stop typing. I think I need to just clip that of yeah. Craig telling everyone they're Stop wrong, talking. and we should just save that yeah, as a should. clip. For... We don't need to. He says it every damn show, so it's not that big a deal. Just <laughs> That's wait. like Craig. All it. Craig does is just dispel yeah. the, the bad narrative. The bad narrative. And then, and then Brad Marshawn tells him to shut his pie shut hole. Shut your pie hole. <laughs> <laughs> I went straight to the source. I mean, Chick told me himself, so we'll, we'll get to that tomorrow. Yeah, and I, I also had a really good talk today for an upcoming feature with Troy Stetcher. Um, and again, what we told you did not happen, did not happen. Stetch is not going to get into things, and there are good reasons why Stetch doesn't want to get into exactly what was said. So trust him, have respect for him. But no, no, there was nothing said about his father. So shut up about that, too. All right. There you have there it. You go. Craig, setting things straight. And while we're on that, Craig, I know you had we're, – we're going to steer away from the game now if you're fine with that for a few. Sure. Liam O'Brien – He's been back on the ice. Is there is there a status update on when we could possibly expect him back? I know you yeah. mentioned something yeah. today. Yeah, Andre said uh, there's a good chance he's going to make that three-game trip with him to uh, Chicago, St. Louis, and Nashville. He could play as soon as Friday in, in Chicago. He's He's been on the ice with him, so he's going to be back very soon. If not in Chicago, I would expect him to play sometime on that road trip. <laughs> a root in the chat it wasn't me Craig. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, shots fired a root's ducking he's like no what you i didn't know, do it just want to let you know a root that we can customize those shut your pie hole t-shirts so i could say shut your pie hole a root <laughs> <laughs> special edition <laughs> yeah oh my gosh poor a root oh man oh, i love it bruised um, and beaten okay another another <laughs> Another topic that I want to get into um, tonight, and I know we got into you got into it a little bit yesterday in our Discord. We don't have to spend too long on it, but the big news of the day yesterday is that the Coyotes sent Dylan Gunther back to the Western Hockey League, where he'll report to the Seattle Thunderbirds and remain with them. He was just a few games away from that 40-game mark, which would put him a year closer to becoming an unrestricted free agent. Craig, can you tell us a little bit more about this decision? 
Sure. Equally big news was that I sent a video of Andre Trigny talking about it to Leah Merrill today, and it looked like I had recorded it while I was underwater. So Leah was just like, Leah was like, eh, I'd like to use it, but I, I wouldn't feel that comfortable putting it up on the site, Greg. Which is why Leah Merrill needs to be at the arena far more often because, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't know what else to say about that. But what Andre did say, he had some great insights on this. And, and I and I talked to Bill about this as well, Bill, Bill Armstrong. What what Bill really was was talking about, and and I know everybody thinks this was done solely because he would accrued a, an extra year toward uh, arbitration rights and UFA status. Sure, that factors into it. Money always talks in these situations, but with Dylan Gunther right now, there were games since he came back from World Juniors where they felt like he was kind of swimming with his head below water. He didn't look like he was keeping pace with the, the ramped up um, play that you're seeing from NHL teams. You, you'll hear coaches and GM say this all the time. Games get harder and harder as the season progresses. Well, they didn't feel like Dylan Gunther was always keeping up there. The other part of this is as they go down the stretch here, theoretically, unlike tonight, the Coyotes could lose a lot of games. And, and what's Dylan Gunther doing out there? You know, chasing pucks in a 4-0 loss, a 4-1 loss. They want to put him in a situation where he can compete for something, play on a big stage. Yes, it's a lower level, but there are still things that he can do there. He can get a lot of confidence, for one. And this is a short-term stint for Dylan Gunther. I know there are a lot of people who are like, oh, you can't do this. You'll just mess with players. Well, you know what? It's on the player a little bit to, to not have it mess with you. Suck it up, buddy. This is your situation now. Make the best of it. Work on some things. Get to the offseason, whatever offseason he's going to have if Seattle goes you know, deep into the uh, – maybe even to the Memorial Cup. Um, but work, it, work on your body in the offseason and then come back and prove that you belong in the NHL next season. It's, it's not going to be handed to you. This is not – you know. This is not no child left behind here. This is you earning your way in the NHL. So if this is a tough situation, and Andre said this, it's a nightmare for him. He's not going to be happy about it. Of course he's not going to be happy. He wants to be in the NHL. So prove it next season. Earn it next season. That's what this is about. I know there are a lot of narratives that this ruins development, and we've seen it happen sometimes in the past, but part of this is on the player to have the right attitude and do the right things to be prepared for the NHL. Yep. Absolutely. I thought you were going to add no, something. No, I was going to say, do you think you don't think the Seattle Thunderbirds are staying in Ritz Carlton's and flying private charters? No, probably not. It's going to be, buddy, little rude. You don't think their pregame meals are, no, it's a rude awakening. At least, at least yeah. they got his rights sorted before this yeah. happened, though. Yeah. I will say. Hey, I, and Seattle I, yeah, is. That would, uh, it, this wouldn't have happened if he weren't going to a team like Seattle. If he's going back to the Oil Kings, this wouldn't have happened. And, and Seattle is a good team in the WHL right now. So For sure. And to Craig's point, he, he, they want to, we talked about this before. You don't want to be what the Edmonton Oilers were when they had all those top draft picks and they learned how to lose. Learning to lose does not help you in the long term. For him to go to a team and play meaningful games in the spring is way more valuable than playing here in a decimated roster after the trade deadline and losing every night. It, to, to what end? How does that help his development? Here, he can go play and potentially play well, playoffs for sure, potentially play in a Memorial Cup, right? meaningful games, competitive games, and you know what? He can be the guy. He can be the guy. And, and yep. that's important in because ultimately you want Dylan Gunther to be the guy in the NHL. And to be the guy in the NHL, you have to be the guy somewhere else first. You have to know how to be that and how to be 
the best on your team, the best in the league, leading scorer, all-star. Let him go down. Especially in big moments, right, Petey? Especially in big moments. It's he, fine. He's not going to get the chance to perform on the big stage here. He's going to get the chance in big moments there. What is going on? I, I But wow. we don't know. <laughs> Sean is... I, I just started choking behind the camera. Yeah. I just, I, You're just going to have the CPR. Don't worry about it. Leo was just making sure I wasn't dying. Okay, are you, you, are, you aren't dying, right? No, he's no. fine. He's I'm back. I'm back. Show can I, go I, on. I talked to uh, Dylan's agent today, Kevin Epp, as well, and, and I think they were a little surprised by the timing of it. I thought they thought maybe it would have happened before the All-Star break, or even if he got back, maybe it would be right after that Chicago game when he hit his 39th game on the active roster. But that aside, Epp said that they kind of expected this was coming at some point. So... You know, he said it's going to be a shock for Dylan. He was pissed. He was he was not happy about for it. For sure. But honestly, you want that. You want for it. For sure. Oh, okay, cool. I'll, yeah, I'll go to juniors. You don't want that. But he said, you know, it's going to take him a day or two or two adjust. And once he gets into that situation, he'll embrace it. So we'll yeah. see what Dylan Gunther can do the rest of the season in a, a really good situation in the Dove. Yep. And, and you know what, Craig? That's okay that he's not happy. That that, that You want them to be – when you send players down to – to the American League as a, as a general manager and a coaching staff, you don't want the player to go, oh, okay, that's great. When, when When's the next bus? You, you, yeah, they want to say, F you. I'm going to show you. I'm going to go to that. I'm going to show you you made a mistake. Yep. So great. I, I'm glad he went. And, and it, this is a good learning experience for a 19-year-old kid. He's 19. Like Petey, he's going to be okay. Looking at his game, I want your take on this. When, when you look at what Dylan did, what are the areas where you said, ah, not quite there yet? Well, well look, when, look when Dylan Gunther succeeded. And when he played at his best was on the power play. Yes. Well, why? Because he's got more room and he's got more time. This game happens extremely quick. And let's face it. We talked about him being 19. Dylan needs to be stronger. If you are going to want to play in those five-on-five, big 50-50 battles, down low, uh, underneath the goal line with 28, 30-year-old men, you got to be stronger. And I think that's going to be one of the things that he'll have to work on getting physically stronger. And that's going to happen just naturally through maturation, but the ability to change directions quickly and those quick strides. So you can escape those kind of dangerous situations with your feet. He'll have to learn that too, because when you give him open ice and you give him the ability to carry the puck and shoot the kids money, like, and you'll see in junior, well, he'll have more time and space, but he'll also get to work on that in tight game that I think is yeah. going to need to improve a little bit more. So he's not, I don't want to say deer in the headlights. That's not fair because I don't ever think he looked completely out of place here. But there were games physically where he just needed to either, if you're not stronger, you better be quicker. So one of the two things, and I think that's going to have those opportunities to play down a junior where the game's a little bit slower so it can work on those type of skill moves to make those quick feet plays where he can get some space on his own yeah that's well yep. said um and as i think can you scroll up sean for one sec ogie said gunther geeky looking and cooley all playing for hardware this year that's fantastic mm-hmm. it's cool it's, and yes. and yeah seattle they have 74 points they already clinched a playoff spot and then in the other conference of the whl the winnipeg ice lead the other conference, that's Connor Geeky squad, and then Logan Cooley on Minnesota. Well, so. you just said there, those all of those names together. That's the future of this team. And it's kind of exciting. Uh, I'm just, uh, say it the way you say it. Like, Logan Cooley, those are Cooley, Geeky, Gunther, Lipkin. Will Smith. And Will Smith. <laughs> no, hey, Craig. Hey, Anaheim and Vancouver got a point tonight, yep, okay? Connor Bedard. And the Coyotes rallied to get two. Anyway. 
anyway moving right along <laughs> anyway moving right along um okay one more just one more thing i want to talk about while you're here craig and then i'll give you the final say the ahl all-star game is going on right now um well it, it just happened tonight in montreal hopefully everyone had a okay time getting there because we sure as heck didn't but Michael Carcone was the all-star representative for the Tucson Roadrunners, and he had four assists at the All-Star Classic, which is tied for the second most points by a Roadrunners all-star matching Dylan Strom. Oh, mm. so, well, there, you go. there you have it. Huh. But he's Michael Carcone, what he's been doing in the AHL this year is unbelievable. I mean, we've talked about it a little bit, but he's just scoring at an unbelievable pace. Um, 22 yeah, goals. 40 assists, 62 points in 39 games with Tucson. Did you have that chart, by the way? Of uh, we don't have it uh, as a graphic, but I have I can have it in front of me. Yeah, it's it's amazing what he's doing with the Roadrunners. He is very close to breaking the single season points record, and by the time he's done, he's he's going to obliterate it and have the most points in single season in Roadrunners history. That's a cool thing. And I know people are like, "Oh, how come he didn't get the the recall? How come JSD got it instead?" Well. We all know that he's played nine, you know, he the, the, the waiver situation was what it was. He'll probably be back up here after the trade deadline when rosters are expanded. But it's also really cool to give him this opportunity, both to play in the All-Star game and then to crush that record. I think that's a cool thing for a guy to, to you know, a feather in his cap that he can carry for the rest of his life. And he will get it, assuming he doesn't, you know. I don't want to jinx him. Assume he doesn't get injured. He's going to just obliterate that. Record. Yeah, he's just he's just um, five points away from it. So and there's they still have quite a bit of season left. To Wait, play he's going to do it in two games. Yeah. And it, it, but Craig, some of the things we just said about Dylan Gunther, you can also say about Michael Carconi. Like, is he better down there being a leader, being a veteran player? And contributing to the offense, playing in all situations, playing 16, 17 minutes a night, or here and playing seven. Like, J.S. Day played seven minutes tonight. Uh, what's helping his progression and what's helping his development? I I, I I, know you want him playing here, and he wants to be playing here. And, and to your point, Craig, he will play more NHL hockey games. Don't worry, Michael Carcone, yeah. Mark Carcone is going to play more NHL games. For right now, this isn't a bad thing. Everybody wants to, we talk about rushing and rushing. I want to play that. You know, sometimes it's okay. We talk about some teams do overbake their players and maybe Bill might have it right on a few of these guys. It's okay. Just hang so, on. Yeah. Play the long game. Yep, absolutely. Um, but Craig, I know you ha have your story coming soon uh, on the Stuff with the trade deadline and speaking of roadrunners when we do our show on the trade deadline we will be talking about who could potentially come up from tucson to replace the guys that the coyotes will inevitably send out we don't know exactly who but they will make trades and those roles will need to be filled so we'll talk all about that but craig i know you already alluded to it but what do you have coming on gophnx.com yeah i definitely have a piece looking at the trade basically the trade chips, the potential guys who could be moving in, in trades for the Coyotes at the deadline. And I'll, I'll have a lot of information. I'll look at, you know, their season, their, what value they might bring to other teams, um, what they might bring in a trade, maybe some of the teams that are interested in them. And then of course their cap situation factors into all of that. So I'll be looking at that. As I mentioned, I'm going to have a piece on Troy Stetcher who was unbelievable in an interview today. So I'll have a piece on him later in the week. And and since you mentioned what you did earlier, Leah, one of the other things that we don't talk about, and it's tied to 
what happened tonight is what happens with college free agents? Will the Coyotes be looking at any college free agents like they did with Nathan Smith and Jack McBain, who scored the game-winning goal tonight? That's another thing to watch. We'll get into that later as well. But fun little story to end this. McBain on the breakaway tonight said he lost an edge on his skate, first of all, so he couldn't skate. Then the puck's on edge, so he's just like, I didn't know what to do with it. Uh, honestly, like he said, it was basically one of the ugliest breakaways he's ever had, but he was just trying to get it up, and he did. He was hustling, though. It's good. He was, without an edge, and, and then the puck rolling on him, but he scored the game-winning goal. So, wow. fun story. I really like what Jack McBain has given this team, and he was one of those guys that they – I mean, he, he wasn't a college free agent. Minnesota had him, but he wasn't going to sign with Minnesota, so they, they acquired him. Love it. Well, looking forward to reading those on gophnx.com. You have you got a lot of stuff up there right now. So become a diehard so you can read the diehard only content over at the website. And Craig is always working on stuff. You know, you can always turn to Craig for, for everything you need to know. Craig, any anything else before we let you go? I really enjoyed Petey's Minnesota man crush piece. I really enjoyed it. <laughs> it was so good. Thanks, Craig. And Craig's got to hurry up and leave. People. Craig's got to leave the show today because he's got to stop at Party City and pick up some green tablecloths for the St. Patrick's Day party in five weeks. Oh, you heard about that? The secret's out? Good God. Oh. He's got to get the napkins ready. He's got, literally, he's got a shopping list. He has to stop. That's why he's in a rush to get out of there. He's got to get we ready. Have a whole menu plan. Not that you'll be eating any. Five <laughs> weeks away. Well, we already know I'm not eating it. Yeah. And thanks. you better break it to your wife. Okay. Break it oh, to your wife now. Oh, she knows, buddy. And wait till you walk in the door. <laughs> Gonna be oh no! It's <laughs> gonna be interesting. We'll see who wins that uh, battle of wills. Oh boy! Oh boy! All right, Craig. We'll talk to you soon. All right, guys. See you. All right, bye, PD. If you're gonna piss off Tara by going to that party, you better bring her maybe a housewarming gift. Maybe something. What can from, I get her? Maybe something from more furniture, oh. like something small. I don't know. Maybe like a, a serving table. I don't know. Yeah. Something like that. Just go yep. really out of your way. Bar stools. Yeah, why yeah. not? Um, I'm in the market for some new furniture. I'm definitely going to be checking out more. They just have the best furniture in the valley. So morefurniture.com. That's M-O-R furniture.com to save big on the best furniture in the valley. They also got that white glove delivery, which is super nice. That's also something I look for when I buy furniture. So listen, when I, I'm just a couple weeks away from needing new furniture. We'll talk about that we more will, later, We too. will talk about that more then. But in the meantime, I'm going to rack up some money on Underdog Fantasy. I got a notification today. Yes. You can start doing drafts for the Super Bowl game. Right now. Yeah, on Underdog. So I know there's only one weekend of NFL left, which is crazy, which I know a lot of people just associate fantasy with NFL. But the best part about Daily Fantasy is you can play it in any sport, hockey, basketball. It just makes things so fun. Plus, you can play the pick'em game, select higher or lower um, player point totals, and it just it just makes yeah. I'm just waiting for pitchers and catchers to report in it's eight days, soon. so I can start doing higher and lower on pitch counts. Yes, and then you need to every time love you it. win, you got a screenshot and tweet I, it. I love it. Yeah, so easy to get started. Go to underdogfantasy.com or download the app. Sign up with the code PHNX and Underdog will match your first deposit up to one hundred dollars. All right, couple final notes before we close out. First of all. I'm so out of the loop with the Coyotes playing. I have no idea what their upcoming schedule looks like. I don't either. Normally, I'm like, I can name it for you. Because we, we don't we have 10 games in a week. I know. It's not Sunday, Tuesday, Thursday, Saturday. It, it's not. So let's take a look at the Coyotes upcoming schedule. I was going to say, you don't know when the Coyotes plays. Neither do Ballys. Oh. <laughs> Just saying. They if messed you up know, the you know. If you know, you know. 
Um, all right. So the Coyotes have a big matchup against the Chicago Blackhawks. That's their Friday. next game. I know. Look, three, three days, days off. I mean, game? not off. They're but not without off, games. apparently. But um, f- yes, Friday six thirty against Chicago, and then back to back. Love it. Thanks NHL. Saturday against St. Louis, and then on to Nashville on Monday. Back home for one night. And then a dreaded 8:30 p.m. matchup against the LA Kings. Yeah, we're gonna talk Woo. about we're we're gonna talk about this road trip as this week goes on. But we're gonna give you some draft king tips on that game on the 13th. We're, <laughs> we're not doing it today, but stay tuned later in the week, and we're gonna give you some tips after the Super Bowl on some hockey you might want to bet on. Yeah, on so once once NFL is done, we need it's all yeah, I got it's all some, full steam ahead on betting well, yep. on hockey. So. We'll, we'll talk about yeah. it, but but this this. Well, all kidding aside, this this game on Friday is huge for the tank. The tank bowl. In in Chicago, as going into the break, Chicago Blackhawks were playing better hockey. So it's a home game. It's Chicago. They're coming off travel. It's a different time zone. Yeah. Uh, yeah. The game's not at Mullet. I, I, I'm going to be okay if they lose that one. Yep. Sorry. Same. Sorry. Same. Shout out CHGO. Yep. Oh boy, we have to call them too before this. Yeah. A friendly see, wager. See what's going on. Yep. Good idea. PD. What? We talked about your Minnesota project already. We did. There was one other thing that happened this weekend that I want us to talk about. Oh. I had the chance to sit down and talk about it since it happened. We haven't got a chance to talk about it. And CWP was there. And it's the high school hockey D1 state championship, which might have been one of the best hockey games yes. of 2023. So. I, I, I'm, I'm going to be sincere when I say this. Like, I, I like sports, and I think most people that are listening here like sports. I will watch anything that's competitive, and you're playing for something like a championship. Playoff anything. I'll watch it. I just do. Give me a playoff game, and I tell you, if you haven't watched this game, it's on the ASHA, a, Arizona High School Hockey Association website. Watch the third period. The Desert Vista Thunder were down four to one in the third period to the number one ranked team in the state, Notre Dame, who hadn't lost since October. Hadn't lost a game since October. With a 4-1 lead in the third period, Desert Vista's leading score in the playoffs gets a 12-minute penalty, a two and a ten to start the third. You're like, well, this is over. I literally thought it was done. Game's over. Their, their, Their chance of winning is sitting in the penalty box. And it was absolutely electric in 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 the mullet. I, it was so much fun seeing those kids battle back and winning in overtime. I'm telling you, to watch it, it was exciting. And these kids were playing for something. They're not playing for millions of dollars. They're not playing for pro contracts. They're playing for their school. And it was so fun. And it was just pure hockey. And I really enjoyed it. And the, the, everybody that put it on, all the people and parents that showed up, Lee and Craig came. I, it was fantastic. So I, I sincerely give these kids, uh, you know, their flowers and, and go watch that third period. Yeah. Highly, highly recommended. If you're a hockey fan, it takes 20 minutes. Put it in and watch, watch that third period. And PD was on the call. So. I, I did. I was the color analyst. By the way. It. And and Tyson, I know Tyson Nash is listening right now too. Actually, Tyson doesn't even know we have a show, so he's not listening. But sometimes when we're sitting in the more furniture recliners, I can be maybe a little critical of some of the things that Tyson says. 
being on the other side of the microphone in a live game and trying to talk like that, I, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's hard. Yeah, you did a great so job. So I'm, I'm sorry, Tyson. But congrats to Desert Vista on winning the high school hockey state championship. Yeah, it was great. Um, it was a great awesome, game. Awesome. Good for them. They haven't won that since 2002. They've been in the finals back in 15 and 16. Notre Dame's been in the finals three years in a row. Last won it um, two years ago. Pinnacle last year. Well, and we talk about Pinnacle. My kid's a Pinnacle pioneer. Won in 2017. They only graduated four seniors. Uh, Desert Vista 13, and Notre Dame graduated 11 seniors. So wow, let's go Pioneers. Okay, well, okay, that's it. I'm done. I hope high school. Oh, John. I was going to ask if DraftKings has futures on that yet. <laughs> <laughs> the Pinnacle Pioneers on the DraftKings futures. Love it. Plus 200 favorites. Give me, exactly. give me the Horizon Huskies <laughs> as a plus 1300 underdog. The Horizon favorite. Huskies. All right. They're, yeah, they're plus 2000. I hope for sure. that after Desert Vista won and celebrated on the ice and got in their cars to go, that they stopped at the Spaghetti Shack. The Spaghetti Shack. <laughs> I know. That's a curveball, huh? Well, there's a curveball. Spaghetti Shack does seem like the perfect like it high does. school post game high school hockey meal. Hundred percent. Unreal. So shack. we had. By the way, like just half of our staff has been at Radio Row all day yes. today, and there are a few of us holding it down here, and Sean and I are among those few. And the shining moment of the day is when Spaghetti Shack showed up in our office in giant metal tins, meatballs, spaghetti, garlic bread. Oh, my God. Highlight of my day. By the way, Sean's wearing a pure white shirt today. Survived eating spaghetti. spaghetti I was going to say, that's how you know how good it is. All of it got in my, my mouth. <laughs> yeah, exactly. As shown by my, my pure white shirt still. Um, spaghetti Sack, it's a community-focused to-go pasta concept started right here in Tempe by five lifelong friends currently serving in Tempe and Queen Creek and hope to find your neighborhood soon. They're ASU alum-owned and operated, and they have a ton of stuff on the menu. Amazing, delicious food. I was so. looking at the menu with, with Max today. They do t Spaghetti Taco Tuesdays. Wow. Get spaghetti in a taco shell. And these are all like st like just recently graduated students, aren't they? I think these are kids. Uh, I'm not sure when they graduated, but the there guy that came in was a young guy. But I guess yeah. I'm I'm I get the senior discount at Safeway now, so everybody's <laughs> young to me. Anyway, never mind. But yeah, I, I, Tempe and Queen Creek, Karen. That's where the Spaghetti Shack is. So yes. Check it out. It was amazing. And now there's some in the fridge still. You can try some okay. when we're leaving. Take yep, a plate. On it. Take a plate. Literally, I'm going to. Can't wait. <laughs> but starving. The Coyotes. They're not home a ton in the next two weeks. Um, but when they are. And you want to go see them live, check out the Game Time app. There's also a ton of concerts going on in Phoenix this week. I'm sure some of those are on Game Time. There is stuff going on this week? I don't want to talk about it. Um, there's, a, there's a lot of just stuff coming. I feel like once we get into spring and people start announcing Buddy. concerts and tours. Blink-22, let's go June. I'm there. Oh, so I'm saying, getting my tickets. There's some rumors that the Tage Thompson of music, Aubrey Drake Graham, is going on tour this summer. <laughs> I'll be I'll be stalking. Thompson of music. I'll be stalking. Yeah. Where do we get our map? tickets, Leah? Sean and I are right on the Game Time app. Like the second those tickets drop, we're on Game Time because, man, I, I don't know if I can wait, but I would wait. I would wait to buy tickets for Drake to get them sixty percent off on Game Time. So you can do that too by waiting to the last minute when you buy tickets using Game Time. And the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link below in the description. All right, we got one more thing to do before we go. We of course, it's been forever. It's been forever. Oh, it's the punch card. Punch card, I already forgot. I don't even remember where we were on here. Oh my God, three wins oh. on this row? 
I'm sure. Is that the, is that the, no, four. Four is the row record with three games to go. Okay. So let's just hope they and don't, that's that don't whole beat road Chicago. Trip. Yeah. So we got a three game road trip, three spots left on the punch card. I don't know if they're going to do it. I don't know. We'll see. It's a tough trip. This is a tough trip. The back to back is tough. The winnable game is the first one. Yep. But so, after I say that, they'll, they'll sweep all three. I know. Said it. They're Stop going it. To, they're Stop going it. to St. Louis and win. Stop it. We're enjoying this one, and we are not talking about the tank. Um, we have a dollar ninety nine super chat from Drew late in here. Do we go over Flowers' crease snow? No, but earlier in the during the game, we were talking about how Flower whispers to his posts, which we think played a factor in the posts making many saves tonight. So yes, but I will check that out in the Discord, Drew. I haven't had the chance to yes. look at it. PD, any final thoughts on this one? You know, just like we say, we want to see a competitive game. They did that. They skated well. They played well. A little mullet magic rubbing off on them. We talk about individual efforts. We got to talk about Jacob Chicken first with the two goals. McBain with the game-winning goal against the team that drafted him. Looked good. Vimelka with his family in the stands. There are a lot of good things, but what you didn't see tonight is some of their star players like Schmaltz and Keller offensively lead this team, and so it was somebody else that had to yep. pick up the pace. Um, I thought it was a good team win. The best part of this is now they have a few days to practice and it's much easier to practice and everybody feels better at the rank after a win. And they're not flying out until Thursday. Right. So they have two full days. Two full days of practice. It's unheard of for this team and you can do it with a positive attitude. They will go to the rink happy tomorrow because of this win. Everything is just better when you're winning. Yep. And so good for them that they get this now. And I don't know what the weather, we didn't check the weather in Chicago and St. Louis, but it ain't here. I don't know. It's like the 70s all week. We got Super Bowl. We got waste management. We got it all. So Can't wait. So it's good. And we're celebrating a win. And I'm I'm vowing right now I'm done. If they lose, I'll be okay. I I don't even know. (laughs) Are you looking at the Chicago weather? No, No. I'm looking at what Shane said. Super chat. (laughs) <laughs> oh Shane has a th- okay it's a three dollar super chat but uh, so I'm looking at my computer you can see it do you see this yeah so it's a, it's a moving dog but oh, what it's... it says on our screen oh. is Shiba dog happily I can't even read it happily massaging his <laughs> happily massaging his cheeks with his mouth wide open and and so that's the way it comes up on the chat but in the on the YouTube channel it's a cute little emoji <laughs> yeah it is Thank sorry you. Shane thanks Shane oh boy get some sleep shouldn't you be in bed by now yeah like that's bed. what I'd be telling my kid he's worked he's been at work since six in the morning nobody works harder than Shane Diefenbach the locksmith <laughs> of PHNX go to bed he's been working all day at that do you know the Super Bowl is here no hey, buddy least- you can't get anywhere in this town right now <laughs> I can't get to safe. I can't get to the Walgreens and darn traffic. We have this golf tournament. Everybody go home. Everybody go mad at with y'all. Oh boy. All right. Well, good win. Let's do it again on Friday. We will be back on Wednesday for a live show, a Thursday live show, Friday, Saturday post game shows. So tune in, join us then again. The chat is unreal. We can't thank you guys enough for being here live or watching this or listening to it later like and subscribe to the phnx sports youtube channel subscribe to phnx coyotes wherever you get your podcast you can follow all of us on twitter at Hockey at sean underscore to at leah merrill at craig s morgan follow phnx sports across all social platforms phnx sports on radio row all week long at the waste management open just a ton of content so follow 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 and follow us on twitter at phnx underscore coyotes everybody have a great rest of your nights And we will see you soon.